Hey my village, it's your Coach Mo back with a new episode. So welcome back to Tea with Coach Mo. In this episode, we'll explore practical strategies for fostering secure attachments and promoting emotional regulation in children who have experienced trauma. Secure attachments and emotional regulations are critical or crucial for their overall well-being and healing process. Let's delve into some practical strategies that parents can implement to support their children's journey towards healthy attachments and emotional regulation. So one of the first strategies is promoting um, consistent and responsive caregiving. Children who have experienced trauma may have had inconsistent or unpredictable caregiving in the past, which can impact their ability to form secure attachments. By consistently meeting their children's needs and responding sensitively to their cues, parents create a foundation of trust and security. This includes being attuned to their child's emotions, offering comfort and reassurance, and providing a safe space for expression. Creating predictable routines and environments is another valuable strategy. Children who have experienced trauma may feel more secure when they know what to expect. Establishing daily routines for meals, sleep, and activities can provide a sense of stability and predictability. Consistent routines can help regulate their emotions and provide a reliable structure to navigate their day. Additionally, um, maintaining a calm and organized home environment can further contribute to their feelings and safety and um, feelings of safety and stability. Effective communication is essential to fostering secure attachment and promoting emotional regulation. Parents can encourage open and honest communication by actively listening to their children validating their feelings, and responding empathetically. Creating a safe space for dialogue allows children to express themselves and help build trust and connection. It's also important for parents to model healthy communication patterns, such as using positive and respectful language to cultivate a healthy emotional environment, meaning no yelling. Providing opportunity for play and exploration is another valuable strategy. Play allows children to express themselves, um, process their experiences, and develop important social and emotional skills. Encouraging imaginative play, art activities, and outdoor exploration can help children regulate their emotions and develop a sense of joy and creativity. Play also provides opportunities for parents to engage in joyful and bonding moments with their children, strengthening the parent-child relationship. Building a support network is crucial for both parents and children on the healing journey. Connecting with other parents who have experienced similar challenges can offer valuable support, insight, and resources. Joining support groups or seeking therapy can provide opportunities for parents to process their own emotions and develop healthy coping strategies. 
Engaging in activities that foster social connections for children, such as sports clubs or community programs, can also promote secure attachment and emotional well-being. I always encourage parents to encourage their kids to join sports. I used to have my kid in the uh, Boys and Girls Club. Now that he's a teenager, he's older, he's in high school, he wants to join like the sports team. Um, he was in a D&D club in middle school. And that's how he started creating these bonds and connections with friends. Um, but it's I think that's really important for kids to have. Um, mindfulness and relaxation techniques can be beneficial for promoting emotional regulation. Teaching children simple mindfulness exercise, deep breathing techniques, or progressive muscle relaxation can help them manage their emotions and reduce stress. I feel like this one is one of the important ones because mindfulness is really 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 big um i try to teach my son how to take deep breaths calm down because sometimes he gets so overwhelmed and so pumped up that he just explodes in all the wrong ways and i tell him like calm down breathe control those emotions because it will go all left field if he don't do that and he had to learn how to just stop in the moment breathe be present calm down you're not in danger it's not fight or flight um relax like i'm here to hear you out but i can't hear whining just like when you scream and your kids ears closed when people whine even adults complaining and whining my ears close so i'll be like in order for me to hear you out you got to calm down like we we do those things like hey calm down i'm here take a moment walk around come back we can talk but I find that to be very helpful also engaging in these practices as a family can create a calming and soothing environment promoting emotional re regulations for both parents and children I try to include my son when I do meditation in the morning if he's up early enough because I started like five in the morning where I would meditate I'll play um, meditation music spiritual music um or like high frequency music depending on my mood if I need my frequency to be a little higher to get that energy um but I do yoga at the same time that I'm meditating and I try to include him in it because he's like mom you always have your yoga mat out in the morning and so I try to teach him those breathing techniques just to sit in silence be present um be one with self one with the universe I teach him because he's really big on spirituality, like I mentioned before in a previous uh, episode. Um, he's big on the meditation, the um, spiritual side. And I try to include him in those things where I'm like, okay, this is what calms me. This is what how I protect my energy before dealing with people. And he like it. Uh, he don't do it with me all the time, but he likes it. Uh, mindfulness practices also help build self-awareness and increase the ability to respond to emotions in a healthy manner. Lastly, self-compassion is essential for both parents and children. Healing from trauma is a challenging process and setbacks may occur along the way. I'm not even going to say they may occur, they will occur. There's times where years ago, like I thought I was healed and then something can trigger me years later and you're like dang now i feel like i gotta start all over on my healing journey but like i always tell my clients healing is a forever journey you're always gonna have a moment where 
somebody trigger you. So encouraging self-compassion involves accepting oneself with kindness, acknowledging process, and embracing imperfections. We're not perfect. Just think about that and keep that in mind. By modeling self-compassion and teaching children to be gentle with themselves, parents create an environment that supports emotional regulation and secure attachment. That's all I have for you today. Thank you for joining me and exploring practical strategies for fostering secure attachment and promoting emotional regulation in children who have experienced trauma. In our next episode, we'll dive deeper into the importance of self-care for parents on the healing journey. Stay tuned as we continue our exploration of healing childhood trauma. Foster secure attachment and promote emotional regulation with these practical strategies um, implementing consistent and responsive caregiving creating pre um, predictable routines and environments and fostering effective communication are key steps to supporting your child's healing um, until next time nurture secure attachments and promote emotional regulations with these practical strategies so next time coach mo out